Hello and welcome to Crossfire Faith and Gaming, the podcast where we explore the intersection of spirituality and the digital world. From the quest of enlightenment in role-playing games to the moral dilemmas presented in modern first-person shooters, we delve into the ways in which video games can challenge and inspire our faith. So join us as we discuss the latest releases, talk to game developers and religious leaders, and as we examine the impact of gaming on our beliefs and values. Whether you're a devout gamer for many years or a new person simply curious about the connection between faith and gaming, this podcast is for you. So sit back, relax, and let's embark on this journey together. All right, so my name is Reverend David Petty. I am here with Crossfire Faith and Gaming, the podcast. And today, uh, our other co-host, Russ Dornish, is out. But we have Brian Swift, who's been kind of a regular guest with us on the podcast. And Brian is going to talk to us a little bit about what he's looking forward to. We're going to have a dialogue uh, about the upcoming games. And I know that as we mentioned some of these games, we're going to miss one of your favorite games. So connect with us on Discord. Uh, you can find us at discord.com. Crossfire podcast or Crossfire cast. Sorry, Discord.crossfire cast. Let me pause. Say that again. One you day we'll get it us. right. <laughs> you can find us online at Discord.crossfirecast.com and many other social media platforms as either Church for Gamers or Crossfire Podcast. So, Brian, what are you looking forward to coming up in 2023? Uh, 2023 looks like another exciting year in games. Um, you know, I have particular tastes, I think, uh, maybe a little bit unusual, but, you know, for me, uh, I'm a longtime Diablo player. Um, I did skip Diablo 3, but, you know, the the first two I played a ton of. I love dungeon crawlers, um, and so I'm looking forward to Diablo 4, which is supposed to come out in 2023. Um, I'm also looking forward to, uh, to Starfield to see if it's really going to be kind of a... Uh, Skyrim in space. If they pull that off, I think that game is going to be really exciting. Um, and so I'm, I'm really looking forward to that game as well. And also for me, Alan Wake 2, um, I didn't really play through Alan Wake so much as uh, I ended up watching a Let's Play of that game uh, and just really was intrigued by the storyline, the narrative. Um, I just, I, I thought that game was so close to being great and maybe just barely missed, right? Um, uh, I thought the com the uh, way the combat worked kind of held it back, and so I'm hoping they're able to streamline that, that a little bit. But I'm really looking forward to see what they do because I think the bones of a great game are waiting there for uh, for Alan Wake 2. How about you, David? Yeah, I'm looking forward to um, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Uh, I just recently finished Star Wars... Um, the, the game, I'm totally blanking on the name now. Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order, I think. Yeah, Star Wars Jedi Fallen mm -hmm. Order. Uh, so I'm looking forward to Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Should be a great game. Just a good fun time. Uh, you know, not going to win game of the year probably, but it's not going to be uh, on the bottom of people's playlist either. So that I'm looking forward to. I'm also looking forward to the upcoming uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, uh, which is just a good reminder that I need to go back and replay uh, the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, never got finished with that game. Uh, it was a huge game and just, yeah, didn't have enough time. Uh, also, for my whole family, I think we're looking forward to Hogwarts Legacy as a good fun time that, you know, kids can play, adults can play, and we can talk to each other about how it's going. Uh, as you mentioned, 
Starfield. And I remember when I was there in 2017 with, uh, when they announced Starfield, it was right next to, in the Bethesda booth, right next to, uh, Fallout 76, a game that I was very excited about and totally underwhelmed by when it came out. So I'm curious to see if Starfield is another big marketing hype followed up by not enough there, there, uh, or perhaps Starfield can be one that, you know, actually gets Bethesda back on the map as, you know, I think if I'm not mistaken, is that one of their first new IPs uh, in a long time Starfield for Bethesda? I, I think so. Yeah. So, yeah. It's been a while. I think. Yeah. I'm also looking forward to, you know, graphically to see how the new avatar game uh, looks coming out on the new systems. I'm curious to see if, you know, if James Cameron has any hand in that. I feel like games that are made by video games, sorry, games that are made about movies, kind of like movies that are made about games are often a hit or miss. You know, sometimes you've got really, really good ones. And then sometimes you've got games that just feel like, wow, they just reskinned some other game so that you have these characters in there. I, you know, I could totally see avatar being a, uh, you know, we took the mechanics of something like horizon forbidden West or horizon zero dawn. And you know, we made the people blue instead. I don't know. Uh, but we'll see how that is. And then of course, in the Spider-Man series, I'm looking forward to the Spider-Man two, uh, Wolverine, I think is also coming out in 2023. So that should be really exciting. Um, Brian, I'm curious, in addition to games, what other media are you looking forward to uh, that's coming out in 2023, be it, uh, you know, comic books or books or movies or TV series or, you know, anything else. Yeah, for me, uh, Mandalorian season three, um, especially coming off of Andor, which I just was so great. And I don't necessarily expect, you know, Mando season three to maybe live up to that, uh, you know, that level of greatness, uh, because I really do think Andor is the best of the Star Wars series uh, that have come out on Disney Plus so far. Uh, but I've loved the Mandalorian series so far, and I'm really looking forward to season three, which I think comes out in like March or something like that. So, um, you know, we won't have to wait too long this year, hopefully to see it. Uh, and then the other one for me is the Mario movie, um, which I think could be great or could be not so great. <laughs> I think there's a wide range of like how good that movie could be. It could be an absolute home run or it could be a complete train wreck. And I'm curious to see, you know, where it actually lands. But, um, you know, I'm hoping for some great family entertainment. Um, you know, all my kids are into video games. And so anytime we have an event like this, it's an opportunity for us to share that together. So I'm looking forward to that for sure. Yeah, I, I think back on the Mario Brothers thing, uh, as I said, you know, especially movies based on games, games based on movies. Um, my daughter and I were watching uh, Wednesday earlier today, and I was talking to her about how much I liked, uh, you know, kind of that genre of, of television series, you know, the kind of uh, spy, um, not spy, like the, the mystery, um, what am I thinking, like investigator kind of genre. And I was thinking about, um, Veronica Mars as another really great kind of mystery series. And so I was trying to search for Mars to search for Veronica Mars and it came up with Mario and it came up with the super Mario bros movie. And my daughter was like, what's that? I was like, well, here, let's watch the trailer. And at the end of the trailer, she was like, wow, that looks 
terrible. <laughs> I said, yeah, hopefully the new Mario movie is better than that. I think it's got a great cast. Um, you know, you look at, at the, it's got Jack Black as Bowser. It's got uh, Chris Pratt as Mario, uh, which is a controversial, you know, topic. Um, I will say that I'm very excited about uh, Jack Black as Bowser. Just what I've seen from the trailers looks really great. I think he's just just nailed uh, an awesome tone with that character, so that should be fun. Yeah, Keegan Michael if- Key, who I is playing okay. Toad, uh, and I I always get this wrong because I think Key and Peele, you know, and then I think oh well, it's Jordan Peele, and I remember him because he's made a lot of movies lately, and then I forget Keegan Michael Key. But uh, yeah, Keegan Michael Key playing Toad. Uh, and then, you know, there's some other big names in there as well that I'm, I think that should be an interesting, uh, litmus test, if you will, for, you know, where we're at in terms of game movie adaptations and, you know, can it live up to detective Pikachu and, uh, the Sonic movies, or is it going to be, you know, great animation, great cast, and maybe forgets that plot exists. Um, kind of like, did you see black Adam? I felt like Black Adam not. was like that. It, Black Adam was amazing special effects, and it was it was like you forgot that plot exists in a movie. So, you know, highly recommend skip it. You know, probably not even worth uh, not even worth a rental, uh, as we used to say back in the videotape days. So, gosh, what other other media? Uh, obviously, I'm looking forward to The Last of Us, which is uh, as we're recording this on the 13th, we are. Two days away from The Last of Us yeah. TV show. Definitely not for children, um, but if the story in that is half as good as the video game, I will be pleased. Um, yeah, and it, it's, been getting, it's been getting really good buzz, too. So from what I've seen, uh, it looks like uh, we're in store for something good. Yeah. I know you and Russ are both super excited about that one. Yeah, I'm super excited to see what, uh, what they do with it. I've heard they're not going to do any story that's outside of the video game so they're just Hmm. telling the video game story so hopefully that is uh you know a lot of people get upset when they make an adaptation they're like well we're gonna go off in you know left field over here and do something completely different everybody's like well that's not what the story was so um what else dune part two i thought the first dune was excellent that's coming up this year uh the new indiana jones is coming out this year uh, yet another Fast and the Furious movie. We're on 10 now. It's going to be kind of like uh, The Land Before Time. You know, we're going to have like a dozen of those movies. And <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it is. Um, also, The Little Mermaid, I think it's going to be a great family fun uh, feature. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how the aquatic special effects in that live up to the aquatic special effects from the Avatar movie. Maybe, maybe not. Also looks like they're remaking uh, Wonka coming out in 2023 uh, are there are they remake oh yeah with uh with timothy chalamet so you know same actor who was in dune is going to be playing wonka so it'll be interesting to see how his version compares with johnny depp's version compares with gene wilder's version of the famed Candyman. man mm. and then of course barbie is coming out this year with uh ryan gosling and margot robbie who knows where that's going to go? <laughs> Live action Barbie adaptation. Right. But uh, again, probably a wide range of possibilities with yeah. that one. Oh, and apparently a, a new Haunted Mansion movie. Um, one of those that Disney well, made and, you know, probably needs to remake. Yeah. So we forget about the old one. Yeah. Again, another, another movie you mentioned the, the original super Mario brothers movie where I, it's pretty hard to do worse 
Right, and I kind of feel like with the Haunted Mansion, we're probably in the same place. Well, and look at this cast. Holy cow. So so let me just read you this cast for Haunted Mansion. I had no idea they were putting this much um, firepower in this thing. So uh, I, I'm not familiar with the uh, director of Justin uh, Simeon. Probably have to go look at what other works he's done. Let's see here. Um, yeah, I don't know. But uh, writers, we got a couple writers here, including Guillermo de Toro. Oh. So, you know, the fact he's attached to it should be interesting. But then let me read you the cast yep. for Haunted Mansion, right. the Disney's Haunted Mansion coming out in 2023. We have Jamie Lee Curtis, Jared Leto, Winona Ryder, Owen Wilson, Danny DeVito, Lakeith Stanfield, Rosario Dawson, Dan Levy, Tiffany Haddish, uh, Kurt Yu, who I'm not sure, uh, Hassan Minan, uh, Dan Matucci, and then a bunch of other names that, you know, go off down the list that I mm. quickly don't know people. But man, those top like 10 people, I'm like Winona Ryder, Jamie Lee Curtis, Jared Leto, Ozan Wilson. Like this is going to be, if nothing else, a well-cast and well-written movie. We'll see where they go with it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Do we have any idea of the concept? This is, that's a big cast. So it's yeah. Well, and if it's coming out in 23, it's, you know, you would think we would be, we'd hear something. Yeah. Let's see here. Disney well, 2023. I'm sure we haunted. Mansion. I'm sure we will. It says upcoming American supernatural horror comedy film. Um, film which feels like the right tone. <laughs> Second theatrical right. film adaptation following the 2003 film. Um, the premise, a single mom named Gabby and her nine-year-old son who are looking to start a new life, move into a strangely affordable mansion in New Orleans, only to discover that the place is much more than they bargained for. Desperate for help, they contact a priest who in turn enlists the help of a widowed, science, widowed scientist turned failed paranormal expert. Sorry, that's all hyphenated. Had to read it twice. Mm. Uh, a French quarter physic, a psychic, sorry. French quarter psychic and a crotchety historian to help exercise the mansion. Not, not exercise like run, but exorcise. So, uh, Rosario Dawson is playing Gabby, the single mother. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield is Ben Mathias, the paranormal expert. Owen Wilson is the priest. That'll be interesting to see Owen Wilson as a priest. Uh, Tiffany Haddish is the psychic. Danny DeVito is the college history professor. Jared Leto is the, uh, hat box ghost. So that'll be fun. Ah, um, good. For those of you that know the Hatbox Ghost of Disney theme parks, Jamie Lee Curtis is Madame Leota. Um, Chase Dillon mm -hmm. is Travis, Gabby's son. And then also features Winona Ryder, Dan Levy, and Hassan Minaj. So, Minaj? Yeah. Hassan Minaj. So, yeah. Almost like a twist on the Casper the Friendly Ghost movie from a little while back, early 2000s, yeah. maybe. Yeah, could be. Yeah. Well, and when they came out I with mean, the 2000. Three uh, Haunted Mansion film. Because when did Casper the Friendly Ghost come out? I remember everybody going like, well, Casper the Friendly or... Ghost was way better than this. Like, <laughs> you could have just made a Casper movie and it would have been better. Let's see. Casper the Friendly Ghost. Oh, this is like everything that has to do with Casper. Yeah, Casper yeah. the Friendly yeah. Ghost movie, which was 1995. Was oh, the okay. Casper the Friendly Ghost movie starring Christina Ricci. So... All right. Well, now that we've gone down that long and winding road into wow. New Orleans, uh, let's jump back. What about, we're talking about the new year, right? We're talking about 
uh, new movies, you know, there's kind of the new year concept of a uh, new year, new you. Uh, I personally am not a huge fan of resolutions. I know some people that make resolutions not to make resolutions just because, you know, what do you do if you say my new year's resolution is to, you know, run 10 miles a day. And on day three, you're going, well, let's just kill that. So what do you think about resolutions? And then I'm curious after you tell me what you think about resolutions, what are any resolutions or let's say goals that you might have for 2023? Yeah. Uh, I'm not a person who really sets new year's resolutions. I, I do sometimes have, you know, kind of vague goals, uh, but I'm not going to set a hard and fast resolution. Um, but I think, you know, the turn of a new year is a good time to kind of reevaluate and think about, yeah, what, what kind of things would I like to accomplish in the next year? Um, and so I do, I, I do sometimes set kind of goals. Um, and I do have some, some gaming goals and I thought we would go, I think, I think you have some too. And I think we can maybe go back and forth on this, uh, and maybe I'll give one and you can give one, uh, until we run out. Uh, but the first one for me is, uh, to play more Dwarf Fortress, um, I've I've been kind of waiting on the Steam version of that game, this new graphical version. It finally came out this last year, but I haven't had time to really dig deep into that one. I've gone very far down the down the uh, rabbit hole for Dwarf Fortress previously with with earlier versions, so I'm really looking forward to doing that. Um, and I think it's also an opportunity, uh, maybe uh, depending on time constraints. But I'd like to do some some things around content with that and get some participation from maybe our discord community um, to get them to vote on certain things that maybe uh, to have me try uh, maybe challenges to do and so forth. Um, so I'm looking forward to playing more dwarf fortress in 2023. How about you, David? I think that's an awesome goal. First off, let me just say that, um, especially, you know, I really like I'm tempted to spend a day trying dwarf fortress fortress, but I know that we've talked about before. It's probably not my jam given my, uh, reaction when I played Terraria on stream. So, you know, maybe not, not for me, but, uh, along with that, I think, um, more, you know, you talked a little bit about maybe getting some interaction with the discord and stream and stuff like that. Um, I'd love to just be more consistent. Uh, you know, this is a quick moment to all of you out there listening and watching, I want to apologize to you for my lack of consistency in the last six months or so. Uh, you know, things have just gotten a little uh, inconsistent with life schedule and, you know, where we tried to have a twice a week um, stream, you know, sometimes it was down to once or zero times a week. And then, you know, where we tried to drop a podcast every other week. Sometimes we had, you know, like what happened with us, this particular go around, this is the second time we're recording this podcast because the first time, you know, the audio didn't work. So I'd like to just get more consistent with all things Crossfire, more consistent releasing streams, releasing podcasts. Uh, so that's my one of my goals for 2023. What about you, Brian? What's your next goal? Yeah, I think that's a laudable goal, David. Um, for me, another one, uh, finish some unfinished games. Notably for me, Pentiment. Uh, I feel like I'm closing in on the end of that. Um, and I just need to cut out some time to myself uh, to finish that game. It's been really awesome so far. I, I don't 
think I don't have any anticipation that that'll change by the end of the game. I'm really kind of looking forward to seeing how it plays out. Um, and I've just been enthralled with that world. Um, I love how well researched that game is and how much it really puts you in the place uh, that it, you know, a place and time that it takes place. Um, so yeah, for me, finishing Pentiment is, is definitely one of the top of the list. I have some other minor games that, uh, you know, that I'm hoping to get further in, but, but that's the big one for sure. How about you? Yeah. With that, you know, you mentioned just finishing some backlog. Um, you know, for me, it's, there's a big backlog. We've talked before about the, the size of my backlog, which is, uh, you know, unfortunately they keep releasing games. They, uh, if, if we could just get everybody to pause, you know, two years of just no more game releases, um, just put a pause, you know, we'll call it, it's kind of like the biblical concept of a Jubilee year, you know, every seven years debts are forgiven, land is restored, you know, this would be like every seven years we have a gaming Jubilee year where everybody gets caught up on their backlog. Uh, so I, I would love to finish Horizon Forbidden West. Um, I played through all of Horizon Zero Dawn last year, loved it, got into Horizon Forbidden West, and then like a billion other games came out after that. And I didn't even play Elden Ring, you know, <laughs> like almost everybody was like, ooh, Horizon Forbidden, wait, Elden Ring, look at Elden Ring. And then they played Elden Ring for 50 hours. Um, so I've got horizon forbidden West. I've got Spider-Man miles Morales, which I feel like I'm 80% of the way done with. So I just really need to carve out an afternoon to finish that. been playing cyberpunk quite a bit. Um, and we've talked before about the reason I'm playing cyberpunk is that for some reason, mentally, I have this block that I want to play uh, God of war Ragnarok, but I'm like procrastinating on playing that game. I think because I don't have like four hours in a sitting to play through the game, and so, you know, if, if I've got an hour, then I might play Rocket League or Cyberpunk or something like that. So I've been playing Cyberpunk, but I really need to get into God of War Ragnarok. And as mentioned before, probably need to go back and play Legend of Zelda as well. So, um, Brian, what about you? What else do you have on your list of goals? Yeah, final goal for me this year uh, is just to play more online games with friends and family. Um, I feel like games are one of our best ways to connect with our loved ones who don't live close to us, at least for me as a person who loves games, um, and loves playing it, uh, lo loves playing various games. Um, I feel like it's kind of similar to, uh, like tabletop experience where you can use the game as a means to connect. It gives you something to do while you're together. Um, and I, I just, you know, I miss that time, uh, for instance, with my brother. Uh, we've both got now NBA 2K23 so that we can start uh, playing that on Steam Remote Play. And that's been great so far. I really want to keep that up. Um, and I want to use, use games as a way to connect with, uh, you know, loved ones uh, this year. I love that. I, I love the idea that, um, you know, you mentioned using games to connect. Um, and I feel like that's, that's such a huge thing. Um, you know, obviously everybody's gamer profile. We've talked about this in a previous podcast. Everybody's gamer profile is different in their gaming motivation. Um, but I think for a lot of us, you know, board games are one of those ways to connect and also video games, right? Um, I recently played through and finished um, 
It Takes Two with my daughter. Uh, we platinumed the game. It was very exciting for the two of us. So we're talking about, you know, are there other games we could play through and and spend time together uh, doing the thing. So um, I'm with that, I think I'm going to try to make more time, too, for uh, those type of game experiences. Uh, and with that, I would say probably more board games uh, and even maybe explore a little bit into the world that I know exists, but I have not touched into it yet, which is the world of um, online board games. I know there's a lot of places now, you know, far more than there ever were before, where you can go and play Ticket to Ride or, uh, you know, Carcassonne or uh, what's the code names? You're one of my favorite games. You can play code names online. So if you just carve out the time, and I think that's the hardest piece is making the goal to carve out the time and say, hey, Friday night at 7 p.m., you know, we're going to get together and we're going to play for an hour, right? Even even just one hour of we're going to play together. Uh, I think that'd be great. So my goal, carve out more time for board games. And I like what you said, more time for games uh, that connect. So I think that's yeah. all that we have on our list for goals. Brian, do you have anything else you want to say for goals? Yeah, I think it's also, you know, just touching on what you mentioned there. I think it's also an opportunity for us to, uh, you know, to connect with our community as well. Um, you know, we do have fellowship time, but I think it would be nice to add some more, uh, some more, uh, community game times, uh, this year, uh, get it, get some more Minecraft nights going and so on. Um, so hopefully we'll able, we'll be able to do that here in 2023 more often as well. Yeah. I love that. Um, so Brian, I'm curious, are there any upcoming, you know, we talked about board games. We talked about, uh, games, we talked about media, um, let's talk about church for a little bit. I mean, obviously it's, you know, the normal, what you're, what are you looking forward to? Well, you know, Easter and Christmas again in 2023 and, you know, all the seasonal times in between. Are there any ministry opportunities I would say, uh, that you're looking forward to coming up in 2023? Yeah. So you're throwing me a bit of a softball here, but, uh, I'm going to do my best to hit this out of the park. Um, we do have our upcoming gaming summer camp or crossfire camp, uh, this year, scheduled for July 16th through the 21st. Um, and I am over the moon. I'm super excited about that experience. Um, it's going to be for uh, kind of middle school and high school age kids. Um, and we have a lot of great plans. We have, we have more to do to, you know, to finish uh, setting up for it. But man, it, it, even just what we've got together so far, I'm really, really excited about and hopefully we'll have registration open for that summer camp pretty soon and more information coming out about it. So uh, some opportunities to volunteer if you wanted to help out with the camp or, you know, lend financial support, perhaps support a camper. Um, we're probably looking in the like 300-ish price range, you know, 300, 350 registration per camper. So, you know, if you want to sponsor a camper, that'd be really easy. Uh, or, you know, send your kid or send some kids you might know. So uh, yeah, really looking forward to that. Uh, I've got to say, you know, I'm looking forward to the the church where I serve. We're turning 130, um, which is exciting. Um, and, you know, I'm excited about talking with that church about uh, what are the ways that we've done ministry for the past 130 years that have been awesome and successful, but also what are the ways that we're going to do ministry into the future, right? I mean, just the last couple of years, we have seen tremendous ministry opportunity, some uncomfortable, you know. Uh, you know, reaching out into the digital space and, and, you know, getting churches to stream and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I'm really excited to talk with churches about what are the opportunities for ministry in the new future 
that we've never even dreamed of? You know, what are those kind of things that, that we're going to find ways to reach people with God's love that we could never imagine before? Um, I'm excited for that. So, yeah. Yeah. It's important to, you know, we've got all these new tools. Um, and, and I think it's, it, it's important to look for ways to use those tools to connect. I think maybe that's been underutilized, uh, in a lot of cases by the church so far. Um, and I, I am also excited for, uh, you know, for the, the way that we can, uh, use that as outreach and a way to connect again, coming back to connection, uh, a way to really connect with other people, um, and help them feel loved, um, and help them, uh, better understand the word of God in a lot of cases. Um, yeah. I mean, this is, this is the thing I, you know, I, I normally don't do a benediction on this show, but, uh, I'll, I guess I'll give you the benediction. I normally give my Sunday morning congregation, uh, which is to really tell you, and I, and I say this every week, but I got to tell you, I truly believe it. This is not just some, you know, words that I say that are nice, but I truly believe that if we are following the teachings of Christ, if we are living life as a people who love God and we are going where God is leading us, then I believe that we will create in our wake a world that is transformed. And so I always tell people, and I'll tell you as you're listening to this podcast today, that as you go from this place, as you go from this podcast, that my hope for you and my hope for you in 2023 is that you would go forth and that you would change the world, knowing that you are loved by God, knowing that you are loved by Christ, that you would make a world transformed in God's image. So that's my uh, blessing to you on our way out the door. And I hope that you join us again on our future podcast. We thank you for listening and join us on our fellowship groups. Join us on Discord, find us on social media and support us on Patreon. Uh, find us in all those ways and we will connect with you as well. So God bless you. Have a great week. And we're excited for what 2023 has in store for all of us.